Hey, it's Dylan Dunlap. I'm the host and founder of a club called Serotonin Sunday, and I would love to welcome you to the official podcast. This is a stigma-free space designed to pull the curtain back on the creatives who cultivate the art that we love. Whether you personally struggle with a mental health condition, you know somebody that struggles, or you just want to listen, you've come to the right place, and you are welcome here. It's important to express that I am not an expert or a medical professional by any means, which is why you'll be able to hear from my friends at mental health organizations who will share stories and resources with us. Each episode will feature recording artists playing their favorite songs, and we'll put a spotlight on an amazing organization doing work in the mental health space. The goal each Sunday is to open up a real conversation, all the while raising our serotonin levels and enjoying life together. So without further ado, let's get to the episode. I'm just slow on serotonin. Serotonin Sunday, season two, episode one. We are premiering here on Twitter Spaces, and I'm just so excited to dig right in. So we're just going to get right into it. My man, Ross Newhouse, he's a folk musician who experiments with electronic and lo-fi influences, a skilled lyricist and storyteller. Ross finds ways to be both specific and universal, and he is a returning Serotonin Sunday alumni. I'm so grateful to have him here. Everybody, please give it up for Ross Newhouse. Hey, Dylan. A repeat customer. I'm back. <laughs> okay, so I will be the designated clapper unless anybody else. Thank you, Eli. Love that little wave there. <laughs> Jay, for the Purple Heart. Ross, how are you tonight, man? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. I, I really value these opportunities to play some live music, whether digitally or in person. So happy to be back. Thankful to be back. And I'm, I'm glad you're doing this and, and bringing it over to a new platform. And I love a season two. I love I love that you got the network to renew it <laughs> and that we're, we're moving forward. <laughs> you know, it, it was so powerful to be able to hear from so many people including yourself man so i just as a music enthusiast i'm such a fan and i'm so happy to be here just to listen so what would you feel comfortable sharing with us tonight so i've been working on this ep i'm actually i'm currently in the in the midst of uh releasing an album but i'm working on this ep um because the album's been done for some time of new songs that are really reflections of myself through other people um whether that be an old friend or a significant other, I kind of noticed this theme as I was writing that, um, yeah, I'm learning a lot in seeing myself through other people's behaviors. So I'm going to play the song called the spider song about, um, it's about noticing the, the great qualities that your significant other has and being envious that they have them and also, um, appreciative that they are balancing what you might lack. So, um, and that's through the lens of, of my girlfriend not being able to kill a spider. Well, thank you so much. Can't wait to hear, man. Absolutely. Uh, here we go. I think it's funny how scared you are of spiders. I hear you screaming from the upstairs bedroom. When I arrive, find you wide-eyed in the corner with a wooden spoon that you'd never use. We'll get a Tupperware and bring it to the garden. You yell, be careful, he's a family man. He'll be missed, even what you fear here. You're so damn delicate with 
Thank you so much. Wow, Ross. I mean, look at all those symbols you got. I know. I love it. I love it. You know what? I'm going to join in too. Hold on one second. (laughs) (laughs) You make me feel so warm inside, man. It's like a warm blanket around me being able to listen to you. Thank you. I hope to offer some sort of comfort, whether it's relatability or just sounded like I'm half asleep some of the time, but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that was, that was beautiful. I mean, such a beautiful thing to take such a, a a simple description, right. Of a, of a spider, but like putting so much weight and, and pain into that. I, I, that it takes a real skill as a songwriter, you know, to be able to look around you and be able to create a piece of art about something like that. I, I just, I admire you so much, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. The admiration is absolutely mutual. I, I don't really know where the song came from. I My significant other left me this like really sweet post-it, and I, I don't know where the song came from. Then it just kind of like flowed out while I was I was at her place, but she wasn't there. Um, and I just, I don't know, those those small situations, um, and I appreciate the compliment about, the, about songwriting and, and those kind of minute situations um mundane situations i should say um and i think that's like the beauty of songwriting and and for a long time i was chasing these like kind of 
big grand metaphors and like deep poetic kind of obscure lyrics and stuff like that. And over the last few years, I've really done kind of the opposite and tried to dig into the things that we kind of all go through. And I just find the more specific I get as a songwriter, the more universal it seems um, that the theme is, whether it's not being able to kill a spider or, you know, whatever might go on in a different one of my songs, but everyone's been in that situation. So I hope it speaks to, to a lot of people. So thank you. Well, it certainly does. And it certainly will. This will be uh, broadcast and podcast form for people all over the world to be able to listen to. So just to confirm, what was the song title of that? That's called the spider song. I'm actually going to be out in LA next week working on that song with uh, a producer out there. Um, yeah. Really cool experience being able to write it and kind of quickly move to production. So I'm excited to get that on the world maybe end of this year, hopefully, if not early next year. But um, if you're listening to this and you're like, I really just want to hear that, I am just someone who loves to leak my music. So I will send you the SoundCloud project <laughs> if, you are, if you are so inclined to hear it because I just I value that more than a release date. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're at is please. Yeah, that's leak. where I'm at right now. Yeah. Please steal my music, please. I point. am the label. So I dictate <laughs> what I release my music. <laughs> How has the industry made you feel in the last few months as a creator how are you doing with that right now um you know it's it's day-to-day always and i think what i have gotten a grasp on what i was excited to talk about today is um i've always gone to therapy um not always but in the last like four or five years but this therapist that i recently found i was like oh this is what it's supposed to be like um this is the kind of mood I'm supposed to be in afterwards, whether it's a good mood or like I just express so much and I'm, I'm exhausted kind of mood. But there's sometimes that, you know, I'm getting stuff off my chest and there's sometimes that I'm organizing my thoughts and things like that. And we're sitting there and, and like just getting organized. And I've been going to this guy for about a little over a year now. And I just feel like my outlook on the industry, I'm always kind of ingesting the same social media stuff and the same like everyone's going on tour, everyone's releasing the best album ever, everyone's like, you know, this and that. And it's up to me and how I am doing that week, whether I'm going to be super happy for that person, or I'm going to be annoyed at myself why I'm not in that person's shoes. And one of the things that I've gotten a lot better at is being able to turn off social media or understand that if I'm in this mood that I'm, you know, jealous of another artist or something like that, it's because I'm not in the place that I want to be in. And then I now have the tools through therapy and through these discussions and things like that to say, okay, what have I done this week that I'm not in the right space? Am I not sleeping right? Have I not been writing? Have I been, you know, watching so many TV shows? I have no output as a songwriter, some like my craft this week. Like, what is it? And I'm able to address those things. And quickly I'm looking at the same material of the industry and going like, oh, that's awesome. This person just won a Grammy. Oh, that's amazing. My friend's going out on tour. And there's a lot less cynicism and it's just made this whole process of being an artist a lot easier day to day and i get to support a lot more people from a genuine place than i did i think ever before because formerly i think i was always supporting but always a little bit like how do i get that to be me kind of thing and now i'm just happy with where i am and enjoying every small bump towards the success i want to have or the the life that i want to live as an artist Ross, I got to tell you, man, you're, you are an amazing human being. Like your, your awareness 
is your superpower. Like the way that you are talking about yourself is it's, it's something that I've worked towards myself recently and understanding like the therapy that I'm in right now is finally helping. It's like, I, I think it's, it's up to us to shift our minds. It's not about finding the perfect therapist or, or, or anything. It's, it's our perspective and perception of everything that's happening around us. And I just, I want to give you your flowers just for how you've <laughs> talked about insecurity and also talking about therapy, which sometimes feels normalized and other times doesn't. I just always want to congratulate somebody for saying the literal word and, and saying that they are actively asking for help. Like I have so much respect for you, man. Thank you. And I know, I know you're an advocate for it as well. And I use a platform called open path and it really helps. I was uninsured. I actually finally am on Medicaid now, but I was uninsured in the last year, which was very stressful. And they were able to accommodate like sliding scales, things like that. So if like cost is a burden for you, I would so recommend this platform. Um, and the person that I've been seeing now for a year, obviously I'm just so comfortable with and, there's just a lot of really great tools that I'm able to be like, okay, yeah, of course you're sad this week. You, you've done all the things that have statistically made you sad this week. So let's figure that out and steer the ship. And I can, I don't know, I just feel like I have the tools to to change my outlooks way easier than I, I had before. Um, yeah, so thank you for asking. It has been um, a definite period of growth, not all linear towards the right direction, but um, since we last spoke and... I was happy to to come back and kind of report on what I think is is good stuff is is progress. And also your therapist will tell you when you don't see progress, which is the coolest <laughs> thing to do. There's like, you know, you're doing much better. I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. I was like, oh, cool. This is great. Thank you. <laughs> That's the validation that sticks, right? Not like yeah. a best friend telling you something nice. But when a therapist validates you, it's like, oh, you oh are... you're my objective third party. This is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you're not lying to me. <laughs> I love that, man. And I, I actually I didn't realize that. But you coming back, I get to be updated in all things Ross Newhouse like please know that you have a place at Serotonin Sunday every single season man I appreciate it I feel very at home here so thank you and most importantly we will definitely grab that coffee at some point outside would of, love that would absolutely love that outside of technology yeah that would be great um Ross man last minute I would love for you to shout out your handles for anybody listening in right now live or via podcast how can sure. people support you Absolutely. It's at Ross underscore underscore Newhouse on uh, Instagram, but Ross Newhouse on Spotify or Apple Music is the most important. I have a new song coming out next week. Um, it's called Gracie. I used to play it all the time on the Clubhouse days, and it's finally coming out. I'm really proud of it and just releasing music and, and doing the thing. So would love to see you over on any of those platforms. My Twitter is about a bit of a train wreck, so um, be advised over on this platform. <laughs> Well, shout out to Twitter Spaces, everyone. Yeah, I love Twitter Spaces. <laughs> I love Twitter. But, oh, God, it's toxic. It's awesome. We, yeah. We, <laughs> a lot of unfiltered thoughts end up on this platform. Exactly. But we're going we're exactly. to move on from that. Yes, yes. Goodbye. I love you guys. Ross, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. You you just blessed the very beginning of the season. I, I wouldn't have had it any other way, man. So everybody that's listening, Ross Newhouse, we're going to bring it on over to our next guest. We have some amazing guests. And then we have Happy the Movement. My friend Jeremy's going to speak from this amazing organization. But first, we have Chris Angeles. Chris drew, grew up on a farm in Florida, making up songs with her sister in their treehouse. And she's gone through so much and achieved so much success 
but I cannot believe that she is here with us tonight. But her latest album, The Skies We Look To, came out April 30th at number one on the iTunes singer-songwriter chart. And I'd Give Anything was featured in American Songwriter, landed on New Music Nashville, Next From Nashville, and Indigo official Spotify playlists, and charted for literally 15 weeks on Americana Radio. My Quiet, another song from the album, is a winner in the International Songwriting Competition. She's currently writing and recording a new album to be released later this year, and I hope she plays something from it tonight. Chris, how are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so happy that everything worked out and your little sound check sounded beautiful, so I, I just can't wait to hear what you have for us. Hey, did I just go ahead and start? Whatever you feel comfortable with playing, that'd be great. I was just going to say something, too. Like, so much of what Ross... First of all, beautiful singing, song and voice, everything, um, Ross. And what a lot of what you were saying, I was really relating to because, uh, yeah, just like the idea of having gone to therapy and, you know, doing all some reading and stuff and the idea of like how you see yourself totally affects like the filter through which you see any, anything else and other people and how they even show up for you, how you see them. And like the idea of that being like, it has really helped me too. In the same way you were saying, I used to have a lot of jealousy or, you know, anger of like, why am I not successful or whatever? But then if I start thinking about, well, everything is, is kind of a reflection of me in my life. Um, then sweet. I'm super successful too. Like, I don't know. Like it sort of helped me in that way. I think we're saying the same thing, but, um, (laughs) like having your own self-worth, in order makes it so that you just are really happy for other people instead of like comparing, which I think absolutely. is really great. Just got to lay that foundation. Yeah. Your whole outlook. You're absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad you resonated with that. It's, yeah. It's been it's an a, awesome theme. <laughs> a beautiful thing to just lift up the people around you and just truly be cheerleaders when they win, when they lose. And, and Ross, again, like that was amazing what you said, because to own up to that vulnerability and insecurity is a beautiful thing. So I, I love this. I And I think Ross and Chris, the two of you need to write a song at some point. Yeah, I'm down. I'm there. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll be in LA. I'm, I, I live here. <laughs> so, okay, I'll be here. Um, all right. So this song is from, it is going to be on the upcoming album. It's funny that you said April 30th, the last album came out because that was yesterday, but it was a year ago yesterday um and uh for the skies you look to and and this song is going to be on the next one that i'm actually currently in the studio recording um it's called run which this one is already released you can listen to it on spotify and wherever you listen to things and it's about um that kind of uh thing that i've struggled with a lot of not knowing it's just like always really was hard for me to not know things like I was so overthinking and full of anxiety and um, I'm not saying that I'm perfect by any means (laughs) anymore but uh, I sort of wrote this as like an anthem to myself or anyone who may struggle with the same things about embracing the dark embracing the the struggle um, in so far as it can show you the light and embracing the unknown because that's where the magic is I think I age more today than in all the years before. The storm within my soul has been unkind. 
So let's get lost and found With our hearts beating so loud They're drowning out the questions in our mind And we'll run, run I hope that sounded like a very big venue because I just imagined being in the biggest one possible as you played that. <laughs> Thanks. I, I had this really crazy, amazing thing happen like a few weeks ago. I was live streaming and and it got like shared on Reddit and like was live in there and it went onto the front page, I guess. And I got like 325,000 views total, but like there were like 15,000 people watching like at a time throughout the whole thing. And I was like, Oh my God, it's like I was playing at the Hollywood bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that is a stadium crowd right there. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah it was kind of crazy. A lot of people get those moments on Reddit and yeah. uh, it, it's awesome. Chris, thank you so much for playing that. That was beautiful. Thanks. Thanks. That ju I just felt 
1% more confident in myself after listening to that. Only 1%? Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that it made you feel more confident. I, I use that to just to have zero <laughs> expectation in life, just <laughs> using 1% in, as a figure of speech. But yeah, I, I imagine you provide so much solace for so many people that listen to you. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, that's all I want. Like whenever, when I started making music, that's all I was like, I just want to make songs that make people feel the way I feel about my favorite songs. So if, if that does anything for anybody, I'm so just thrilled. I, I couldn't agree more. And that's exactly how I want to operate with music as well. Like, why else are we doing this? I don't know. <laughs> so I, I want to know, though, because this is every time I catch up with somebody over coffee, the, the conversation shifts to the industry and, and mm -hmm. TikTok and these obligations as an artist and I'm so excited to hear everything that you're working on, but I want to know more about just how you are doing yeah. in this process of having to juggle as an artist, like all of us up here, like so much at once. How are you processing it all? Oh my gosh. Um, well, like I said, I've sort of been at first really in total workaholic, like anxious overwhelm um, for like many years. And then actually right around the time that I did this last Serotonin Sunday, like almost a year ago, um, I had finally, I had hit a wall and I like had a total like breakdown burnout thing. And, um, and I started taking um, antidepressants, which I had been so um, like opposed to, not opposed like, but you know, re resistant to taking. Um, and finally it was like, oh no, this is just gonna help you regulate. And, um, and it's been really great. Um, I had to take like several months of allowing myself to have a break, which I definitely needed. And I'm coming back into it with, I think a lot more um, balance. And that's all I'm, <clears throat> my, I'm, my goal <laughs> is to have balance because it doesn't matter how successful you are, like all the work that I'm trying to do to like get, you know, wherever I'm trying to get with my career. It's like, if you're super unhappy and like stressed all the time, that's not how I want my life to be. Um, so I am really putting a um, priority on self care and everything. And it feels like I was talking to my friend the other day, where I was like, it feels like all of a sudden, like overnight, a little bit that it happened, like suddenly I'm like, Oh, wow, I'm able to you know, sort of deal with my thoughts without spiraling and actually do the things that I want to be doing. It's not perfect by any means. Um, but uh, it's like, oh, my gosh, I hope this sticks. But but as she then, then pointed out, it's it's not overnight. It's like all of the work that I've been doing for years and years. And that's why it's like so important. If, and, yeah. yeah, you deserve to give yourself that grace. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and the fact that I now believe that and agree with you is like big, huge steps. Because <laughs> I'm like before, I was like, no, I don't. I don't deserve anything. I don't work hard enough. <laughs> it was like I am unworthy of love. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's I, I, I could not agree more. And this is so cool. Like so far tonight on this premiere, I mean, to be able to hear from you and this newfound discovery, or or you're just getting back to understanding medication in a different light for you. Ross talking about therapy. I just feel like as artists, uh, these are taboo subjects a lot of the time. And 
I, I just think that maybe there's a way for us to just come together and normalize these things yeah. and, and understanding that every person has their own path, right? Like and one person not using medication, one person using it. Uh, every path is so significantly different, but I'm so happy to hear that you are discovering what you are right now. Thanks. And like 100%, I agree with you that it's all different for every person. And the thing that I think is extra cool is that um, someone sort of told me this when I was starting the the meds where I was like, oh no, I don't want to be um, become addicted. I don't want to need this forever, blah, blah, blah. Like that was one of the main things that was sort of scaring me about going on. And they were like, no, you don't have to. Like they're not necessarily meant to be your whole life. It's, it's more about getting your body and your brain <laughs> to a place of um, more normal so that you can get used to that and feel safe in that. Because really what your issue is, is like you're used to being in this constant state of anxiety and down and negativity. And, um, and that's just what your mind and body feel is safe, weirdly. Um, but if you can get to this place where you're up higher a little bit and, and I've worked on giving myself a break and all the therapy and all the things that I've worked on, I actually not on it anymore. And I feel better than I have in years. And so if that helps anyone with, if they're considering it or whatever, I, I think it, it can definitely be a really good thing. I'm so happy for you. Uh, this is, this is incredible. And <laughs> I, I'm so thankful that you seem to be where you're at mentally because of all of the music responsibilities ahead with this album. You know, it's, it's so important to, take care of ourselves. And I, I just, I give you your flowers as well. This is so inspiring. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I've, I've definitely had album creating creation and um, putting out, like be like the super like anxious, just ball of stress time of my year or whatever. And I'm just like, that's stupid. Um, I mean, with love, speak to ourselves with love. That's silly. <laughs> um, that, that like that should be the most fun like I I'm I'm taking myself I'm giving myself a break and letting myself be an artist because while yes I have to do all of the other things that go along with the business of being an artist I'm letting myself right now like be like okay well when you're writing your songs and when you're in the studio just do that you don't have to do everything all the time and um and I think that's been a really really helpful thing too is to, like be in in modes where you can actually get into the mode and enjoy it instead of trying to wear 18 different hats and like, you know, you're falling over. <laughs> Amen. I, I think that you will represent quality outweighing qual quantity with that mentality. You know, like that's the first thought that we have when we wake up in the morning is how can I document the thing that's happening in, in real time and post it and go viral mm. instead of just being <laughs> mindful and present in the, the mm -hmm. task that we're actually doing. And I, yeah, I have so much respect for that mindset and there's a time and a place for those, those business caps to put them on and, and see the music in that way, more of an analytical way. But I, I mean, what is mm -hmm. it without that childlike giddy excitement? Mm -hmm. Right. I don't know. Yeah. It's frustrating, I'm... but it is. <laughs> Chris, how can people follow you? How can people support you best? Um, 
Okay, so I am at Chris Angeles on everything except for on TikTok. I'm Chris Angeles Music. I just started on there, so if you want to give me a follow, that'd be sweet. Um, you can find me at Chris Angeles on Apple Music and Spotify, chrisangeles.com. All of the links are there as well. Um, and what was I going to say? I feel like there was something special that I wanted to tell people. Oh, yes, that song that I just sang um, is being played on SiriusXM The Loft this week. Um, I think I put it in my stories when you can listen. And if you want to give it a, I don't know how you can give it love, but if you do that, maybe they'll keep playing it. <laughs> That's incredible. Okay. Everybody with a serious XM, Jay, my manager, the, the portrait to my right. Uh, I know he has serious, so we're going to hold him accountable. I have serious for the next like three months, I believe. So I'm definitely there. Okay. I think if you like, like um, Shazam it while it's playing, they like that. <laughs> Shout out to Shazam. Yeah. We love our friends over there. Chris, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. means the world. And I'm just so excited for this to not just be an amazing thing for us to experience live, but to be able to spread this in a day or two and and give everybody else the opportunity, the accessibility to listen to these performances. Because I I feel very selfish that it's it's just us right now. (laughs) Chris, thank you so much. And... Yeah, let's keep this night going. We have two more performers. We have Jeremy at Happy the Movement. Oh, this is, I'm so thankful that we're doing this again because it, it just restores my faith in music and conversation. And we're going to bring it on over to my man, Eli Lev. He is a rising singer, songwriter, and global citizen. He's making the world a smaller place one song at a time. Eli pens lyrics and melodies for everyday enlightenment, songs that resonate because they're heartfelt earthy and offer the wisdom he's gained through lifelong travel and self-discovery. It's a perfect fit for Serotonin Sunday. Eli's releases have earned critical praise from Paste Magazine, BuzzFeed, CBS Radio, AXS, and the Bluegrass Situation, and have received national folk radio support and placement on prominent Spotify playlists. In 2019, Eli won multiple industry awards for his work. His second album, Way Out West, won a Washington Area Music Award, It's also called a whammy, if anybody wants to know. For Best Country Americana Album, while his single Chasing Daylight won a grand prize in the Saw Mid-Atlantic Songwriting Competition. Eli, I'm so happy that you're here with us. How are you, man? I'm doing excellent. Thanks for having me on, Dylan. Quick question. Where did you get that hat? Well, that... (laughs) I think it looks amazing. Uh, Thank you. Um, My mom found it for me in France. Wow. Well, it looks amazing. (laughs) I just I always want to recognize, you know, that's uh, you pull it off so well. And let's get back to the night. Love it. Eli, uh, what do you feel comfortable playing with us tonight? Oh, I'd love to um, play um, a song. It's called Move As You Do. Kind of about going through life at your own pace, if that's cool. It's more than cool, man. I'm so excited. Awesome. Let's get into it. Getting married after 30 is still beautiful. Starting a family after 35 years is still possible. And buying your first house after 40 is still a boss ass move. 
Don't let people rush you with their timelines. Just move as you do. Just move as you do. Yeah. Turning gray after 26 looks pretty good on you. Taking a year to go and travel the world Could be when you're 42 Still in love with your soulmate At 88 Drinking your coffee and going on dates There's no rushing There's no timelines Just move as you do Just move as you When you're 16 and full of dreams, they'll tell you how it should be. But just go on and make your own life. Don't let people rush you with their timelines. Just move as you. Just move as you. Just move as you do. Just move as you do. Just move as you do. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. The night needed one woo. I, I decided to use it three doors. That was beautiful, man. Thank you, Don. I I feel like there is such a story behind that. I, I'd love to know everything there is to know about the man. Yeah, so I guess I always did things in life out of order. Um, and the older I got, the more I realized that my life wouldn't be in the order that it was kind of supposed to be in. Um, and I guess there's a lot of, you know, anxiety and trepidation about that earlier on. Um, but then the older I got, the more I was like comfortable <laughs> in that. And, uh, the pandemic, um, kind of gave me a lot of time to, you know, be introspective and kind of look around and see what was going on. And that song came out. Um, so it feels really good to sing. And, you know, I've had a lot of like great feedback from folks who listened to it. I even had a fan, uh, she was 75 and she said that that song gave her the courage to get married. <laughs> Wow. And she's married now. And she sent me this message and saying, thank you for that song. And that's just like one of those things. It's just as a songwriter and as a person, you're just like, whoa, that's uh, pretty incredible. So even if that one thing happened from that song, then that's that's amazing. That's satisfied. So, yeah, it's been pretty powerful for a lot of folks, which is cool. I mean, how does that make you feel like that's something that's so much greater than you or I or anybody right. like how did that make you feel finding that out? Yeah. Um, you know, at first, you know, writing songs was just like something silly that I did to make people laugh uh, and to, you know, kind of occupy my time. And then somewhere along the way, I realized that they have these, you know, pretty incredible power. I mean, the power to change societies, shift people's perspective, uh, you know, define a movement. Um, but even if it's not that big, you know, they can change a person's life, which is, you know, uh, you know, you save one life, you save the world kind of thing. Um, so it's pretty, pretty incredible the work that we're doing. 
Um, just shout out to, to Ross and Chris and yourself, Dylan, for, you know, creating these, these uh, musical spaces and holding space for people to kind of like find themselves in. Um, so yeah, I've, I really found it to be uh, a good work and something that I can feel good about doing. Well, on the other end of that, as the listener, I, I, I'm just, I am such a fan of you <laughs> and I, I am just a huge fan of storytelling and yeah. I know exactly when I hear a song, I just know that there's so much behind it. And I, I just love everything that you just said, man. I mean, as life goes on and we, we get older, we just develop different perspectives yeah. in that bird's eye view. What yeah. I want to ask you though, because that's what this song was primarily about. Is there anything you feel like you would tell your younger self that's just <laughs> starting out? You know, there's no business. There's no, you're not making any money off this, but like, you just know you truly love it. Yeah, I think that the bridge in that song, you know what I mean? I essentially wrote that to myself. It's like, when you're 16 and full of dreams, they'll tell you how it should be, but just go on and live your own life. Don't let people rush you uh, with their timelines. Just move as you do. And uh, no one really told me that when I was like at that age. And it wasn't really, I don't really think that was in fashion <laughs> either. <laughs> More of in fashion now, I feel like where it's like, yeah, they're doing their own thing. That's cool. Um, so yeah, that's another reason why I wanted to kind of like write the song and put it out there for folks who are listening to it for the first time. I'm so grateful you did, man. I mean, I I agree with you. I think it is uh, a lot of things are more and more normalized, but I do think that there is this surface level to a lot of the things that I am personally absorbing as a Mm -hmm. music listener, as a TV show, movie watcher. Like, I, I just appreciate you because you're giving these messages uh, just in this song alone is what I'm going off of. You're giving these messages that are optimistic, but it in a realistic way, not an optimistic in it. Like if I were listening and struggling with depression or anxiety, I would get annoyed by that advice. I feel comforted by that advice you gave. Yeah. And I I feel like it's exactly like from that place, like we've just kind of go to go to that authentic place, um, you know, and, and find, find that song. So yeah, if it's everything that I sing or or say, you know, has to come from that place of truth. And I think that, you know, there's a quiet power in that. Um, it takes a lot of, you know, work and development um, to get there, obviously, you know. Um, but, you know, that's the that's the work we're in, which is pretty cool. So I, I just feel amazing just being surrounded by uh, all this talent and just, you know, kindness on the space. So thank you, Dylan, for even, you know, bringing me in <laughs> to, to the party. Of course, man. I, you are always welcome. I mean, this goes to Allison. You haven't played yet, but this goes to you. This goes to Ross. This goes to Chris. Yeah. And obviously, Jeremy with Happy, he's been here as well. Like anything this Serotonin Sunday family can do to help any of you. You see, Jay, uh, Serotonin Sunday, the account is hosted by Emery right now. He's amazing. We will show you his profile picture at some point. Kirk underneath that is just listening right now. He has beautifully designed everything for Serotonin Sunday. And we just love that family oriented mindset because it does make it a little bit less discouraging to do music for a living when you know that you have a circle that you can rely on to talk in a vulnerable way. So if this can be that for you in the future, man, I'd love to have you back. Absolutely. Incredible. Feels, feels great to be here. Thank you. Of course. Lastly, how can people support you? What is the best way to support you right now? Yeah. So that song um, is on my latest EP called Walk, Talk, Dance, Sing. 
And it's kind of like a throwback mixtape to when, you know, you'd like record songs on the radio on a cassette and like give them to your friends. Uh, or you'd make one for like, you know, your friend or <laughs> your boyfriend, girlfriend. Um, so it's kind of like my pandemic mixtape. That's That just came out um, a few weeks ago. Uh, so you can listen to Walk, Talk, Dance, Sing on, on all the places. Um, and you can um, stay in touch with me at Eli Love Music. Please follow Eli Love Music. Everybody that is listening that is not here tonight, if you liked Eli, if you liked Chris, you like Ross, we are going to create a Spotify playlist called Serotonin Sounds. It'll be volume two because this is technically season two. And Eli, this goes for you and everybody else. Uh, please send me which song. If it's that one, uh, just please send it over and I'd love to put it on the playlist so I can just selfishly blast it at ear death volume. <laughs> I'd be happy to. Thanks. I mean, everyone's, everyone's really nice but to me, but this is just so I can reinstore my faith. Like, <laughs> I, I feel so isolated as an artist, and yeah. I, I just think that the best way to tackle this is to be a student. I am yeah. happy to be that tonight. Uh, but Eli, man, let me know if there's anything you need in the future. Okay, man? Thank you, Dylan. Appreciate you. Same, same goes for you. Of course. Thank you so much. We have one more performer. Those of you here tonight, thank you so much for uh, figuring out how to use Twitter spaces. We figured it out together, and this has been so much fun so far. We have one more performer, and then we got Jeremy at Happy. This will be every Sunday night at 6 p.m. PST, if anybody wants to know. Every Sunday night for 20 weeks straight, and we will be repurposing it as a podcast in the next day or two after each episode. And I'm just so excited for the entire world to be able to have access to these really exclusive live performances so thank you all so much for being here tonight and allison Leia, our final performer of the evening i'm so excited to hear from her with just a guitar in hand allison's style makes any performance feel as intimate and honest as the words in her songs lightning 100 said that by the way allison leah Leia is a folk pop artist based in nashville tennessee while her ethereal melodies and crystal clear voice will hook you in it is the message of her music that will keep you coming back for more. This could not be the most perfect way to end the music segment of Serotonin Sunday. Allison, I'm so happy that you are here with us. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Dylan? <laughs> you know, what's funny is I asked you the pronunciation of the last name and I butchered it anyways. It's it's overthinking. I do the same thing. I'll, I'll say my own name wrong. So you're all good. <laughs> but thank Sometimes, you so much for having me. Of course, I fear confrontation. So when venues call my last name Dunlop, like the car tire company, I just go, "Yes, that that is." <laughs> That's funny, Allison. What what would you feel comfortable playing for us tonight? Yeah, I figure um, I kind of get to you know I get to go last, so I get to base it my choice off of what everyone else is playing. Um, so I, I think I'm going to do a song that I wrote on March 16th of 2020. And um, so that was obviously four days into the lockdown. And it's one um, that I wrote while I was feeling really anxious and just so kind of distraught at the state of the world, as I'm sure like every single person in this um, probably was, and just feeling lost. And I actually saw one of those viral videos that were circulating around Europe, um, where people were singing from their balconies. Um, and so after I saw that, I was just it, it, that was like the positivity and hope that I needed. Um, and so I wrote this song about it. Um, and it's called We Can Still Sing. It's out now. I actually ended up, my friend was one of the people singing in 
Spain. So he, um, I, I sampled his performance and put it in the recording, which was like one of my favorite things. Um, and so, yeah, it goes like this. Two months ago, I wrote a note about my hopes and my goals and dreams. All I wanted to see and get done is you. Had my life planned day by day. Sign a lease, play a show, take a trip, and find a band to call my own. What happens now? Find it hard to say what I want on edge and so misunderstood. Do you think I'm selfish? Cause I had that to do list. I want you to disappear. Feel like my whole life's ending here. And then you remind me we can still sing. We have our voices, you and me. We have a home beneath our feet and a family. And we can still hope. One day when this is over, we will joke of all that time we spent inside and how beside ourselves we were. Four days in, and I can't pick up a pen, cause when I do then I'll have to admit this is happening. But it's happening. Knowing now what I wish I knew then, what I still have planned every day like I did. Find it hard to not fall asleep Close my eyes and leave reality When I say I'm scared, will you still be there to comfort me? I want to disappear Feel like my whole life's ending here And then I remember We can still sing We have our voices, you and me we have a home beneath our feet and a family, and we can still hope. One day when this is over, we will joke of all that time we spent inside and how beside ourselves we were. We can still Oh. 
have right now. Thank you. Uh, I have no words. Allison, I mean, am I allowed to say I'm happy the world shut down so that song could be created and oh you could God. sing that tonight? Oh, my God. That's like the biggest compliment ever. Thank you so much. I mean, it's a compliment, but I'm sure I just offended so many people. Well, but the world. I kind of look at, I mean... I don't know how to explain it. It's I think that song allowed me to meet a lot of people that I probably wouldn't have had it not been released and the time that it was. So it's I agree with you. It's it's almost making the best out of a really really terrible situation and kind of allowing others into my world as as vulnerably as possible. So that I know what you mean. And I think others will too. <laughs> you just have this uh, this call it's so obvious you have this calling that you need to be a historian for what's happening all around you and and turn it into music and the beautiful art that you are because uh, that makes me feel like closer to accepting what has happened and brought us all here today is when I hear that just reminded me of the impact that Bo Burnham had on me when I first saw that that inside special that during the pandemic, it's like, oh, mm -hmm. there are people that are just doing their best to to document what's happening and turn it into flowers, turn it into something that could help. And you are doing that. I, I just I, I'm so grateful for you and the fact that you're here. Thank you so much, Dylan. What is on the horizon? Please tell me there. I, I just as a fan, I really want to hear more and more. So what is for 2022 ahead, what is on the horizon for you? Yeah, um, I'm releasing an EP this summer. So the first three singles are out. The most pr recent one came out um, like two weeks ago. Um, so it's all out on Spotify. It's um, a folk pop fusion EP. So essentially what I'm doing is looking at the last... It's songs that I wrote over the last two years. So it's looking at kind of situations that I've been through, both as an observer, but also kind of introspectively. And the EP, I haven't shared this anywhere, but now I will share it here. It's going to be called The Weight of My Heart, which is a line in one of the songs. And so each song kind of goes, first of all, mentions um, kind of either that phrase specifically or the word heart and it kind of looks at these situations and how they weigh on my heart and sometimes it's anger sometimes it's you know sass and edginess and sometimes it's real introspection and moments of soft um you know s softness so um yeah that's what's on the horizon I'm really really excited about it it's like been my my child and my pride and joy these last um couple of years and so I'm just happy that it's going to be out I'm happy right alongside you. That is, it is so inspiring to see how everybody's handling moving forward. I mean, it, it does not feel like how much time has passed has passed. And to be able to, I think somebody said this earlier, it's just, we're all falling in love with our projects and our pandemic babies and, and the fact mm -hmm. that we finally get to pursue it and potentially travel and, and play in person again sometime soon. It's just such a privilege to, even talk about that 
Right. I totally agree with you. It feels like a dream, but then again, it's gonna, it's, it's weird how much time has passed, but it's also feels like it's been going so slowly, but it's, it feels like just a, almost like a pre pandemic world and a, and a post, um, or like a, you know, continuation of it where I feel like everyone that I've been listening to today, but also just myself is just approaching their own projects. I think, with much more gratitude, at least personally, that's how I feel, where I'm really trying very hard to be present and to not take any anything for granted. I don't think you'll ever be disappointed with that mentality. I, I, I hope so. I think the expectation is, is what breeds into that, right? Mm-hmm. And and you just sound so grateful, and, and so does Eli and Ross and Chris, and that's, that's the magic that I, I think that's why I fell in love with it at such a young age. And mm-hmm. yeah, I just wanted to take a moment to tell you that, that just you being here and you putting in the work that you have makes me look at what happened differently and, and more positively and more with more gratitude. And I can't believe that story that you shared about the, the person in Europe. Isn't that crazy? Honestly, it was a, it was another just serendipitous thing. I was inspired by those videos. And then I went like on Instagram and my friend who lives over there had posted him singing. And I was like, what? And so it was actually like my family. I I created the song entirely in lockdown. So like my siblings are on the background vocals. Like it became this whole little time capsule. Um, But that was one of the moments where it was my family that was like, you should you know, ask him if, if he can, if he, if you can use the recording and, and figure out how to put it in the song. So um, it was really wild. And I'm just so happy. It's like we've been saying like that something positive was able to come from all of this. I couldn't agree more. I, I'm just so fulfilled musically. So Allison, just to confirm if anybody's listening live or on their drive later in the week, what was the title of that song? And also, how can they support you best moving forward? Absolutely. That song was called We Can Still Sing. Um, and my name's Allison Leia. So A-L-L-I-S-O-N-L-E-A-H. I'm everywhere that you are. So if you type in Allison Leia or Allison Leia Music on socials, you'll find me. I love that. I'm everywhere that you are. I mean, that's <laughs> the truth that every person that is pursuing this to the extent of all of us on this stage right now, you have to be everywhere. And yeah. I, I just always want to ask that question just in case there's one platform that can support an artist better financially or better to have more access to their music. So Eli, Ross, Chris, and Allison as well, if there's anything you guys want to say tonight in terms of that, if there are any Patreons or ways to donate or, or mm-hmm. anything, the the floor is open. I, I want this to be an opportunity to just shed light on all four of you. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Allison. Oh, you're good. I was was like just speaking my life away. But um, I yeah, I I think I mean, the the best way and the way that is kind of the way that you can do it. I just love I mean, whether it's it's an Instagram and just DMing and having a conversation about, you know, music, or I do have a Patreon, which is again, just Allison Leia music, if you want, you know, my unreleased material and that kind of style, and you're able to support me that way. But I mean, a follow on Spotify goes a long way too. So it's really wherever wherever you feel most comfortable. If you're willing to follow through, that's my favorite way of doing it. Um, yeah, 
I was going to say similar. Um, I do have a Patreon as well, patreon.com slash Chris Angeles. Um, and I post like all the things as they're created, you know, well before they come out. But I also have um, a, a thing with like a private group on Facebook. It's called the Cr- Chris's Angels. Get it? Um, and uh, <laughs> and um, and it's it's fun. Like it's a private group so that it's, you know, there's no like trolls or anything. You can communicate with each other. And, and I, uh, I have some wonderful fans that are here right now that, um, help me post things like every day and, um, and I'll respond in the comments. But, um, the, the most fun thing, especially because we're at a year out from my, this guy's we look to album is I have all this merch. It's really fun merch. That's themed for that album that I haven't put on my website. It's not available to the public, but it will be somewhat soon maybe but um it's only available to those that group and um and it's like super discounted so if you want to try that i have like the you know dreams sleep masks and candles and like all this fun stuff and um and then also this is random but oh if you if you want to do that you can go to go.chrisangelis.com you can join and get like the exclusive merch but then also um i have vinyls that are out um, of the guys we look to that have some bonus tracks on them and you can get those on my website store and I am also doing this thing uh, on the Sparks app that where it's not really music related but I do have other musicians and we talk about stuff but but we play Truth or Dare <laughs> which is just delightful and um, funny. I have and, so many questions. <laughs> right? Um, but if you just literally there are so many things that you can do for artists like um coming if you just watch me on that on that app if you just come and watch and you could also maybe play if you want to um it helps me like actually make money and you don't have to pay anything um and then other things that you can do for for artists in general is just just spinning their songs on on spotify and apple music just adding them to your playlist um using them in your reels actually gives that gives people a little bit of money um your reels and your tiktoks just using the song and these are things that you don't have to have any money to to do and it makes a huge difference for artists because it can you know affect the algorithm and get things going and get all kinds of doors to open thank you chris i i feel like you not only shared how to help you but how to help anybody yeah and i i'm grateful for that because a lot of people they don't even know how they can support best. And so it's always important to talk like this. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. Mm-hmm. Chris. And uh, yeah, just, I'm so grateful. Eli, Allison, Ross, Chris, please send me your favorite song of choice on Spotify. Bless this Spotify gods. We will be making a playlist. And then honestly, Ooh. I will be single-handedly listening to it 24 seven. So I will hack the algorithm for everyone <laughs> to the best of my ability. <laughs> phenomenal and shout out to serotonin sounds on <laughs> oh goodness now the most important part of each serotonin sunday is uh, ben you know what before i get to that i see eli my man you're using the were you raising your hand or were you clapping just now i raised my hand and then i put my other hand up and i clapped is there anything you'd like to say i'm so sorry for silencing you no no absolutely um it's just been an absolute pleasure and uh, I'm going to go and support, um, yeah, Chris and, and Ross and, and Dylan and Allison. Uh, it feels good to be part of the community. Thanks for supporting me by creating the group. You all are supporting me by showing up. <laughs> you don't have to support me any other way than just 
being yourselves and and it's an honor to get to know all of you and i i'm just so excited to get to the very final part of this the whole reason for why jay emery myself and kirk a year ago this time talked about this is because i think of music as a trojan horse for my intention of what i want to do with my music personally and a lot of that is mental health driven and so i just thought i i'm so interested in the mental health workspace Although I'm an artist, I'm not a medical professional. I'm not a doctor. I want to learn, though. And so creating Serotonin Sunday has been great because I've been able to educate myself alongside everybody else. Each week, we have a new organization. So we had 20 last year, and and it was just great to be able to learn how each organization works. Also, how we as creatives, we as listeners at home, listeners in Twitter spaces, how we can help support and lift the mental health organization to the best of our ability. Uh, in the past, I got overwhelmed and I thought, how can I help? And the truth is, I just think it's educating ourselves. That's that's how I think I can help in this world. And so I'm excited to learn from more from Jeremy. We have a veteran, Jeremy Fishbach. He's the CEO and founder of Happy. You can search happythemovement.com for more information there. It is a supportive culture company, pioneering based, peer based, frictionless mental health with some of the largest mental health insurers, health systems, and government agencies in the country. Jeremy spent much of his adult life pursuing a career in music in New York City. He's a BA in psychology from Princeton and a law degree from NYU. And he has been so kind to, I'm pretty sure it's at least two times, visit Serotonin Sunday, stop his busy day and night and be able to speak, share some wisdom with us and let us know how we can lift happy up. And so Jeremy, welcome to the stage. How are you, man? I'm good. Can you hear me? Absolutely. Where are you coming from tonight? I'm coming from New Orleans, where Jazz Fest is uh, all around, um, including all around me yesterday. Um, yeah, I'm just wow. walking the streets of New Orleans. Hopefully it's quiet, quiet on the set. <laughs> it's It sounds like you're in a vocal booth, man. So it's okay. it's perfect. Jeremy, I know so much about you, Emery and Jay, and we, we Serotonin Sunday know so much, but I would love because we are using this, repurposing it as a podcast for those that are listening that have no idea. I, I would just love for you to just share anything you want about Happy, about your involvement and how we can help support you. Sure. Well, first, I just want to thank the musicians for um, sharing. It was it was amazing. Eli Ross, Allison, Chris um, takes me back to my days and the early 2000s um, pursuing music and uh, I'm not sure um, at, the, at the time I felt it was a failure um, looking back I think it was the most important thing I ever did in life so I just want to thank all the musicians for showing up for this and for the amazing music and I know just how difficult the career is to to pursue music and so I commend all of you for trying i think what doesn't appear on socials a lot is just how difficult it is to pursue a career as an artist paying bills drumming up support so um, all of you are extremely courageous and and also extremely talented and i also just want to say one more thing dylan before i talk about happy which is just that you are doing amazing work and i know that you're a musician but it's just unbelievable how committed you are to Happy's mission, which is to create a more supportive culture 
And um, yeah, I just want to make sure, I know you're not doing this for praise, but um, you're doing, you're doing amazing work and it's really an honor to be on. Um, so yeah, I mean, happy. Thank you, you so of, much. Yeah. Happy. You, you, you gave the right elevator pitch. We're a, just to, to quickly get it, get out the matter of fact description. We are a, a novel um, peer based mental health company um, partnered with, as you noted, some of the largest insurers and hospital systems. And, um, and now increasingly we're working with veterans, just organizations in the country. Um, there are a few unique qualities about the service that I'll just note since that's one of since the purpose of this, um, in part is education. So one is that we we're really a universal model. Um, we are not focused as, as some resources are on particular mental health issues. It's really a service for everyone. Um, the only thing we're not is a suicide hotline, but we're for, I would say the 99% of negative emotional states that don't rise to the level of suicide. Um, we also have the highest quality peer network in the country. So all of our support givers actually have some kind of background in healthcare. Um, and then they're specifically selected for their ability to provide what we see as the essential ingredient of mental health, emotional support effectively. The last thing I'll note, which is kind of burying the lead, is that most mental health resources are reactive, um, as all of you know, which means we do the work to register. We do the work to even just be aware that we're struggling. We do the work to seek out uh, resources, make appointments. Um, it's a lot of work to do, um, to, to get set up with a therapist or really a coach or, or any other resource and happy started in that reactive engagement model and i'd say over the last year we've had one of the most significant breakthroughs in mental health in, in decades which is that um effective mental health must be proactive uh, we must do as a service all the work in bringing our service to people because the most common thing for somebody to do who's struggling with mental health is absolutely nothing. And so over the last year, as we've partnered with more and more organizations, instead of making an app available and kind of waiting around for people to call and most people who needed support never did. We now um, work with organizations to help um, identify populations of people who need support. Sometimes it's 500,000, 100,000. We work with organizations where the population's 100, and then we have dedicated teams that proactively reach people to their phones so that most people, um, not through an app, so that most people who use Happy um, and receive emotional support from our support givers have not had to be aware that they're struggling. They've not had to know our service existed. They've not had to download an app. They've not had to pay money. 
Um, and most importantly, they've not had to reach out for support. Um, and I commend um, all these efforts to destigmatize mental health, but it's going to take decades and we can't wait that long to, you know, officially destigmatize mental health. It may take centuries, in fact. So um, we come to people and the effects are sometimes really striking. Um, a short time ago, we reached a veteran who at the time a call, our, our call came in, uh, had a loaded gun in his mouth and was about to end his life just because he lost his job and life had brought him to his knees um, so much so that he was about to leave his wife without a husband and his child without a father just because he didn't want to tell them that he'd lost his job. We saved his life. Most of our engagements are not that striking. We're reaching people all along the continuum or spectrum of emotional health or unrest. Um, and we're discovering that not only is happy one of the most effective suicide prevention tools because um, we reach people early, um, but also it's just one of the most effective ways of engaging people who have struggled to access mental health. We have the highest adoption rates of any mental health service in the country. Um, and we see particularly um, incredible results in adoption rates among populations that, um, as I said, have uh, in historically had a very difficult time um, adopting mental health, including nurses, African-Americans, veterans, and so on. So that's a quick overview of the service. And um, I'll just say one last thing, um, Dylan, and, and uh, to, the, to the group, which is that if I, if I had to look at the last few years where we've supported tens of thousands of people and kind of distill the two critical lessons. I'm sure if I came to this next Sunday, I would have had a different list, but I, it strikes me that two, two things have become resoundingly clear. One is just uh, the, the fact that emotional support for most people, not everyone, is the essential ingredient of mental health and, and emotional support, which most people don't talk about in relation to mental health, it's undivided attention, it's compassion, encouragement, it's mostly undivided attention. And if you, and a lot of what's actually provided in therapy and in other settings is emotional support. And that's really what we focus on. And we're seeing clinical level outcomes, which just means when you look at Happy's support givers and actually measure reductions in anxiety and depression, you see no statistical difference between their ability and the ability of a typical therapist to reduce symptoms of anxiety and depression. So that's, that's an amazing thing because it means that a critical part of mental health can be provided to the masses at a lot less than a hundred or $200 an hour. And the second thing I'll note is just that I think this idea of proactive mental health, which is so new that we just bought the domain just to have it, proactivementalhealth.com. Nobody had purchased that or really been thinking about it, that this is really 
the way of the future for mental health. And it's less important that, you know, from, from the perspective of, of this call to that happy is doing things proactively. I think what um, we're writing a whole textbook about this now, what I really want to convey is that we all need to be more proactive. And the, the point of the book that we're writing is, which is really a blueprint for a supportive culture is that each of us needs to be and can be a lot more proactive in supporting the people around us. It's, it's not really a self-help book. It's help others. Um, and it puts forth what may be a controversial um, conclusion, which is that, in fact, the most reliable, defensible pursuit of happiness is to commit oneself to better supporting, and in this case, we mean emotionally supporting the people around them for all sorts of reasons. So that's really happy in a nutshell, and it's certainly, um, you know, I guess it feels like a good, a good group to be sharing this with. You are certainly the perfect fit for the first episode of this season, Jeremy. I there is so much I want to tell you, and I think I think I just want to start by thanking you for being tangible. You know, there are so many people trying to help, and and it's it's always from a loving place. But I love everything that you just shared, and and I and the actual examples of how Happy has stepped in, and I, I just think that you are you guys are doing something tangible and and i just hope you can feel i i want to know how you feel at the end of the day uh everything you just shared is so inspiring and and i know how passionate you are personally to be a part of this to be the ceo uh how do you feel at the end of the night when you're in bed there's nothing else you need to do how do you feel about the work that you have done yeah that's that's a great question I mean, it feels um, it feels very rewarding, and an interesting thing has has happened. Um, I don't want to dive too much into um, this forthcoming book because I'm not I'm not sure how interesting it is. Just uh, sharing some notes from it, but but we talk about a, a very simple framework of happiness based on Maslow, which some of you will know, and it's just three main needs survival emotional support and self-actualization and self-actualization is when you are contributing to a happy piece of another person's life and a lot of people including me when i became a corporate attorney had a very hard time looking around at the work i was doing and seeing that i was actually contributing to a happy piece of somebody else's life with happy it's a lot easier but I will say that um, as happy has grown a bit and I'm no longer taking calls myself, um, it's been very important to stay as close as possible to the calls happening, to, to be in very close touch with our support givers so that I can really um, feel the impact. Uh, but but it's, very, it's very rewarding. Um, it's very difficult. Um, it's just, uh, I, I thought at the beginning, and I'm sure a lot of the musicians here can relate, that what I was doing was, you know, uh, a marathon. And then I realized, you know, this isn't a marathon. Um, 
it's, it's something a lot longer. Maybe it's an odyssey, but it just kind of keeps going. But um, it's, it is worthwhile. I feel there's nothing else that I would want to be doing with my life. Um, but I will also know, Dylan, sorry, I completely forgot to mention this, that one of the really, one of the things that excites me most about happy and it's very frustrating how long it's taken to get this off the ground, but we, we've started a whole division of the company focused on collaborations with musicians. Our founding investor was, um, a very, um, famous band who lost a lead singer um, to suicide and I'm I guess I guess I'm always a musician I'm not nearly as good as everyone on this um, Twitter spaces chat but um, that's going to be a place where the musicians who are our kindred spirits can further promote all the work that they're doing uh, once we launch and we're hoping this summer um, we'll actually have an audience and, and through a lot of our partnerships through veterans organizations and even health insurance companies, there's going to be, we're going to start working in music to our offering. So I'll just say for any, any musician on the call who wants to promote their music while also promoting mental health, which is exactly Dylan, what <laughs> the opportunity that you're affording people, uh, I would invite you to um, get in touch with us because we would, we would love to help musicians do the very difficult work of getting out there. And I think Dylan, just like you're doing, I think we have a, um, it's, it's set up from the beginning to be consistent with promoting a more supportive culture, including that we, we will give every musician a download link that they can share with their fans that gives every one of their fans. Um, in this case, it would be through our app, um, free support, not entirely, but um, a first free call, however long it lasts. Sometimes they're four hours, sometimes they're eight hours. It can be thousands or tens of thousands of dollars of free support. So wanted to note that too. I think that's my favorite thing about you being here is just the artists that performed, getting to know more about how they can get contacted with you. And, and ah, Jeremy, I, I I can't tell you enough. I mean, I I couldn't have planned this better. I I honestly couldn't have planned this. The revelation I had last week about emotional support, and to then hear you talk directly about that. But something I learned in therapy just a few days ago, when I was going back and forth with my therapist talking about my insecurities of being high functioning, right on the spectrum, he corrected me and said it's not necessarily about being high functioning or low functioning with your mental health condition. It's how much support do you have versus how much support do you not have? And hearing that about emotional support made me realize that uh, I, I felt like 1% less of a monster for having the condition that I have, you know, because I, I realized that it's just about learning to live with it, learning to accept these, these things and also surrounding yourself around the people that can give you that emotional support that you need. So I, I'm, a student, I'm happy to be here and learn how to just work on that in my own personal life. But the least I could very do is is open up this room and let you speak so so the people that need to hear you can. So, Jeremy, your kind words in the very beginning, it's very nice. But I, I'm just so 
I, I wouldn't have had this any other way. And I, I know some people have thoughts, maybe some questions. Would you mind if I just left it open, if anybody wanted to raise their hand and ask you anything personally? Yeah, please. Okay. Now, this is my first time trying this on Twitter spaces. So I, I'm pretty sure everybody can raise their hand, whether you're listening, whether you're on the stage. If anybody's interested, wants to say anything to Jeremy, has any questions about happy, now is the time. Otherwise, Jeremy, I'd love to know when you think that that book will be available. Yeah, well, while we're waiting uh, for it, please, yeah, anyone love, love to um, chat and, you know, I'll share with the group afterward my personal info and you can reach out directly to me. But um, yeah, the book will be out next year. Long before that, Happy Music will launch this summer. You can see the beginnings of it. Uh, since this is people are are playing some raw unplugged music tonight, I'll say that you can see Happy Music unplugged at just happymusic.com um, to catch just a little bit of a whiff of, of where it's going. Um, yeah, and and the last thing I'll say, Dylan, just in response to what you just said, is and I you know I appreciate as always how open you are. Um, so thank you for sharing that. That. You know, it's it, not just what, what we see and we write about this, but what, what's pretty scientifically validated is just a, a lot of your happiness um, to the extent that's the goal, even though in the book we suggest that our, our, the new driving force of our existence should probably be supportive culture, not happiness. But um, a great way to um, just give yourself an injection of, of happiness and self-worth is to support other people. And I've met a lot of people who've said that they were struggling for a long time um, with, with this idea that they needed to be fixed or fine or happy before they went out and, and dealt with, you know, put your oxygen mask on first kind of mentality. And I think that that's hurting us. Um, and Dylan, I, I really love your approach. I know you a little bit better than all the musicians here, but I, what I love is that I know you're always doing work and trying to get mentally, emotionally more healthy and and peaceful, um, but it doesn't stop you from going way out of your way to support other people. And I think that that's uh, really uh, that 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 model for living certainly my North star. And I think, um, I think it's commendable and, and, uh, just, just wonderful. I'm so grateful that you're here, man, truly. And, and I don't want to assume that people don't often ask people at mental health organizations, like checking in on them. How are you? How are you really? So I, I just, I wanted to, I really wanted to ask you that because obviously it's undeniable the work that you all are doing. I just know that mental illness doesn't really care about successes or, or and it latches onto failures. And, and no matter how big something becomes, mental health conditions, they can still be there. And so I just wanted to leave room for you if, if you were, uh, you shared so beautifully. So thank you so much for practicing vulnerability and, and not just sharing about uh, how people can get linked up on the website, but sharing more about who you are as a human being as well, man. Yeah. I mean, look, I'll just say I'm all right. 
I mean, I'm not great. I'm not terrible. Um, there's been, you know, just running a company is um, really stressful. It's very lonely. Um, the just day in and day out, just like every musician on the call has experienced, you know, for us, it's, you know, we talk to a lot of companies that may or may not want to partner with us. We talk to investors. Um, there are many, many rejections for every um, yes. Um, and it can, it can beat you down. Um, eventually, you do get to a point where, um, you know, you're, you're, you've got, you got a little bit thicker skin. Um, but no, it's been, you know, just Dylan, since we last spoke, um, it's been a very difficult year, very rewarding too. Um, and right now, yeah, I'm feeling because I just went to jazz fest. I feel, I feel pretty good, but there's not a day that goes by when I don't feel alone and worried, anxious about something or another. Um, so yeah, I think, and, and what, what I've just found is what, we, what I just shared that to me, the, the very simple antidotes are um, just focusing more on the people around me, making sure I'm not waiting for them to reach out to me, but proactively reaching out to them. And amazing thing happens when you do that, which is that people start reaching out to you. Absolutely. It's a snowball. It really is, man. And I, I think all these feelings are allowed to coexist. That's something I'm learning along the way, too, that it's okay to struggle. It's okay to say that you're proud of yourself. It's it, I just think it's so important to validate each feeling that enters the brain. So thank you for practicing yep. it right now. Thank you. And thanks to all the musicians. It's been uh, a real honor to be to be joining. And yeah, we'd love to collaborate with um, everyone who was on the call tonight. Um, so please, please reach out if you're interested. With these live performances, you know, some people feel more comfortable with the private DMs I've, I've come to find. So thank you for sharing the information. If you want to do it one more time, if anybody might have missed that, how to, yeah. how to reach out to you. Yeah. So um, you can email me at jeremy at happythemovement.com. Um, you can email our music um, department at info at happymusic.com. And if you want to just chat, I'm at 646-872-5320. Wow. That is, uh, you do know this is a, a podcast. This is being broadcast to the, the world. If I have to change my number, I've got, <laughs> I've got some contingency plans, but um, I haven't felt the need yet. <laughs> you got it. I, I respect that. I, I think that's incredible. So thank you for taking the time out of your night yeah. in New Orleans. I hope Jazz Fest was amazing. And yeah, I, I'm just, I'm grateful we could end on that note. I feel so, so much warmer inside. I feel less alone being able to hear from you again. And again, like Ross, it's cool to be able to catch up through Serotonin Sunday to just check in and see how everything's going. So thank you for sharing. Yeah, with thank you, Jay and Emery and all the people who helped me. I guess it was Emery. Uh, just figure out uh, how to log into Twitter. Uh, you know, <laughs> appreciate we, it. We learned it together, everybody. 
we should be very proud of ourselves. Uh, that was a, again, that was a pretty hiccupless opening episode. I think there's a round of digital applause in order for sure. Let's uh, yeah, Agreed. let's take a moment. Everybody, just applaud yourselves. For those of you that are tuning in live, you're the real ones. For those of you tuning in on your laptops and on your drive to work, that I'm so excited. We've never done this in podcast format, so. Thank you for being our guinea pigs. And yeah, I, I appreciate everybody for tuning in tonight. That makes it an official wrap on Serotonin Season 2, Episode 1. Please follow Eli, Allison, Ross, Jeremy at Happy Music. Please follow Chris. Please follow Jay, just to piss him off. Please follow Serotonin Sunday on Twitter. Yeah, nice laughing emoji. I love my managers so much, and I appreciate them. Emery is the host right now. Jay is right there. They have helped me so much be able to just brainstorm how to do this, how to execute it right, and how to actually offer tangible support. And I, I'm just, I'm absorbing so much as I'm doing it. So thank you all for humoring me and being a part of this journey. And my name is Dylan Dunlap. I would love to reach out. If if anybody needs anything, please just reach out to me. I'd love to help any way I can. Thank you for being willing to take part in breaking the stigma surrounding mental health I do believe that all we need to do is just talk more openly like this. And through doing that, it will normalize the fact that it's perfectly okay to not be okay. So once again, if anybody needs anything, please reach out and we'll see you next Sunday, 6 p.m. PST on Twitter spaces right here. Thank you all. Thanks, Dylan.